if you think technology is crazy now, if you think technology is crazy now, what is going on with my sound today? Make sure everything is straight. All right, my sound is acting. Oh, the mic's good. All right. All right, so if you think technology is crazy now, wait till you see what Mark Zuckerberg is up to, ladies and gentlemen. So good old Zuck out there, he uh, has a new project. I'm not even going to say it's a project, but basically he is changing the name of Facebook well, not necessarily Facebook, but he's creating a new parent company called Meta, kind of like how Google has the parent company Alphabet. What's going on, everybody? What is the dilly yo? So he's changing the company name to Meta, short for Metaverse, right? That's not going to be Faceverse, <laughs> although that probably would be an appropriate name. But he dropped a video today on his uh, Facebook profile outlining exactly what the metaverse is going to look like. And we're going to take a look at this video. CNET, they uploaded like a 10-minute clip. But basically, it seems like Mr. Zuckerberg is really trying to bring the matrix into reality. Or maybe not even the matrix. Y'all remember that movie Avatar? where they uh, teleport to that alien world or whatever the case may be. It looks like he's actually trying to recreate in real life the Avatar movie. And I don't know exactly how, how I want to feel about this. I, I mean, I don't know exactly how to feel about this. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know what it is, but I want to show you guys what's, what's cracking with Mr. Zuckerberg here. So we're going to watch this video. We're going to watch this video together of Mr. Zuckerberg talking about some of his plans for the metaverse, right? And I'm going to be stopping it because, you know, this is YouTube. I got to I gotta do my, you know, I can't just let the video run all the way through. So anyways, let's check out what Mark Zuckerberg is talking about out on these uh, Facebook streets. It is time for us to adopt a new company brand to encompass everything that we do. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Our mission remains the same. It's still about bringing people together. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. And we are still the company that designs technology around people. Hey, and welcome to Connect. Today, we're going to talk about the metaverse, starting with the most important experience of all, connecting with people. So off the jump, so off the jump, ladies and gentlemen, you already see the direction that this is going. He says he wants to start connecting people together. I really don't know how well tele, quote-unquote teleporting people into a digital reality is connecting people. Although I can understand it and I can see where he's trying to go with it. I just think about how disconnected people are right now. 
in today's times and how this might add to the further disconnect in the future. Shout out to Master IT. Salute to the real. This is the homie. Pretty sure you guys have seen him around pretty much every social media platform. Me and this dude used to work together back in the day when we were in the Army. He was the hookup for getting all the Jordans back in the day until he decided to get into this IT thing <laughs> more seriously. But shout out to him. Y'all go support Master IT. Shout out to my man, Hanlon Jones, for the $4.99. Appreciate that. But um, so like I say, off the jump, you can see he's like, we want to bring people together. I don't know, man. Just go out into reality right now, the, the real world, and just see how disconnected people actually are and how much time they invest into social media and in these various apps. And we're all guilty of it, To my, even myself. Look, I spend way too much time as a 41-year-old man staring at my phone, so I'm already slightly disconnected now. I can only imagine how this is going to affect how this is going to affect every other aspect of my life if I actually imagine you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space it has parts of your physical home recreated virtually it has things that are only possible virtually and it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful hey are you coming yeah just got to find something to wear All right, we got to do these commercials. So here we go. All right, perfect. Ooh, boy. <laughs> oh, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Mark. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Uh -huh. Who made this place? It's <laughs> awesome. Right? It's from a crater. I met in LA. Uh, this place is amazing. Boz, is that you? Of course it's me. You know I had to be the robot, man. I thought I was supposed to be the robot. <laughs> Whoa. I knew you were bluffing. <laughs> hey, wait. Where is Naomi? Let's yes, call her. Naomi! <laughs> hey, should we deal you in? Sorry, I'm running late, but you've got to see what we're checking out. There's an artist going around Soho hiding AR pieces for people to find. 3D street art? That's cool. Send that link over so we can all look at it. This is stunning. Okay, that is something. That's awesome. Wow. Oh, I love the movement. Wait, it's it's disappearing. This is amazing. Hold on. I'll tip the artist and they'll extend it. Wow. Privacy and safety. Now, I do like the concept of you possibly creating these own, your own little worlds inside of this metaverse to where you can invite various people to interact with you. And, you know, you could just kind of create your own little fantasy to escape from reality. I do kind of find that aspect intriguing along with the whole um, augmented reality of looking at 3d art. Cause I think old girl in the video was talking about, she may have had some special glasses on. I think he's going to mention that later on in this video where you can uh, do some augmented reality type of stuff. That does kind of intrigue me a little bit because, you know, there are a whole bunch of places that I would like to go visit that, you know, my bank account currently doesn't support. So if there was a way that I could actually go visit these places in a virtual world to where it looks hyper-realistic, you know, that might actually, you know, 
intrigue me a little bit. But then I wonder how often would I choose to stay in that virtual world as opposed to coming back into reality to deal with life? And that's that's like my main that's one of the main concerns I have. And I think about this because I got a 15 year old son. All he does is play video games like every other teenager does. But when I just I look at my son and I remember when I was a kid back in the 90s playing video games, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, all that stuff. You know, we spent hours upon hours playing video games. But I also went outside to go play basketball, go holler at girls and just go do other things in life. Like, you know, just normal what I thought was normal teenage stuff today. I look at my son, love him to death, but his life, and it's not just him, this is like teenagers all over the place. They are consumed with these games to where they don't really have like a social life anymore outside of computers, smartphones, and apps, and things like that. Like, now I'm not saying I'm one of these people out here looking for kids when I'm outside, but when I am outside, I notice I don't ever really see kids playing outside, at least in and around my neighborhood. And I just assume that they're all in the house, online, chit-chatting, playing games like my son is doing. So although I think this is kind of cool, I just wonder how many people are going to actually try to escape reality for real, for real, to where all they want to do is exist inside this metaverse world where you can create your own realities and just try to spend all your time up in there. That's, that's one of my concerns about this. Need to be built into the metaverse day one you'll get to decide when you want to be with other people when you want to block someone from appearing in your space or when you want to take a break and teleport to a private bubble to be alone you're going to be able to bring things from the physical world into the metaverse almost any type of media that can be represented digitally photos videos art music movies books games you name it now, lots of things that are physical today like screens will just be able to be holograms in the future you won't need a physical TV. It'll just be a $1 hologram from some high school kid halfway across the world. And you'll be able to take your items and project them into the physical world as holograms and augmented reality too. One part of this is Horizon Home, which is our early vision for a home space in the metaverse. Horizon Home is the first thing that you'll see when you put on your Quest headset. Today, there are already a bunch of options to choose from, and in the future, anyone will be able to create one. We've just called it home until now because it's been missing something very important, people. Soon, we're going to be introducing a social version of home, where you can invite your friends to join you as avatars. You'll be able to hang out, watch videos together, and jump into apps together. Then, there is Horizon Worlds, which is where you can build worlds and jump into them with people. Horizon is designed to make it possible for everyone to create. And we're already seeing people build some really interesting experiences from creating new games together to throwing surprise parties in VR that family and friends around the world can join. Over the last year and a half. So we got this thing called Horizon Home where you can essentially create your own house inside of the metaverse with your own avatar and you can invite your friends over. It sounds cool, but at the same time, it sounds kind of creepy or kind of scary because it's like, 
you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's just a, a generational divide here. Cause uh, like I say, I'm 41 years old. I'm used to going to people's houses to have parties and celebrate backyard barbecues, birthday parties, you know, things of that nature. It just seems like such a foreign concept and idea for me to want to host a party in my physical house, throw on some uh, virtual reality goggles, my family and other friends throw on their goggles and then we all congregate into this virtual world and have a party as opposed to you just coming by the house to kick it. You know, maybe that, you know, I guess what I'm saying is, I wonder if uh, my way of living, you know, those in my age group and older, I wonder if that's becoming a thing of the past to where my 15 year old son and his younger brother who's six, this might become an actual reality for them. And then they'll be looking at me like, what do you mean, dad? You used to go to people's houses and have parties like, like what? What are you talking about? Like who? Matter of fact, anybody ever see that movie, um, Total Recall, with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I want to say it was Total Recall, if I'm not mistaken, or was it that? It was either Total Recall or it was that that other movie with Wesley Snipes and um, Demolition Man. But I remember there was a particular scene in the movie. I want to say it was Total Recall, where I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was talking to like his girl or something like that. And they were discussing the activities of, uh, you know, doing a, adult activities, right? And I think the virtual, I think the girl said something to him like, that's illegal. What do you mean? You, you, you guys actually used to kiss and swap fluids? Like, like, who does that? So basically, they were alluding to, in this virtual world, that actual physical contact with another human being, you know, when you're out there getting ready to do the do, that was seen as a thing from lo a long time ago. In this present day and age, if you want to get physical with somebody, it's by way of a, it's by way of a, a, a 3D hologram or something like that. Anyways, I think it was it was either dim, I want to say it was, I think it may have been Demolition Man, if I'm not mistaken. If you've never seen that movie, go check it out. Had Wesley Snipes in there just terrorizing the city. A lot of us who work in offices have gone remote. And while I miss seeing the people I work with, I think remote work is here to stay for a lot of people. So we're gonna need better tools to work together. Let's take a look at what working in the metaverse will be like. Imagine if you could be at the office without the commute. You would still have that sense of presence, shared physical space, those chance interactions that make your day all accessible from anywhere. Now imagine that you have your perfect work setup and you can actually do more than you could in your regular work setup. And on top of all that, you can keep wearing your favorite sweatpants. <laughs> uh, there's something I want to ask you. Oh, um... The new iPhone 13 Pro is here with the most... And as we focused more on work, and frankly, as we've heard your feedback more broadly, we're working on making it so you can log into Quest with an account other than your personal Facebook account. We're starting to test support for work accounts soon. All right, so so I do like the idea of uh, working from home like that. Um, I know a lot of us got accustomed to working from home due to the events of last year. As a matter of fact, I spent, uh, I worked from home probably about six months, loved every single moment of it. And then I got bored and wanted to go back into the office because I was tired of being at home. My wife, she has been working from home since, since uh, the pandemic started. 
like I want to say she's been working from home probably since March or the beginning of April. And I don't think she has any plans of going back to the office. And I think she loves it because it's like a 30 minute commute for her to get to work. She hardly puts any miles on that car. She probably fills that gas tank up at least once every two, three weeks. She in the house chilling all day. But um, so I do kind of like this aspect. Oh, I'm still letting the video play. My bad. I do kind of like this aspect that you can work from home and kind of, you know, do all these, you know, all, all this regular stuff that you normally do at your job. And maybe you could throw your little goggles on and y'all could be like in a virtual conference room or to do whatever it is, whatever it is you want to do. I kind of do like that aspect a little bit. But like I say, once again, my biggest concern is will people be able to separate virtual reality from reality? Will you actually just be able to just come up out of this thing and just function like a normal human being if you didn't have this technology? That's like one of my major concerns about this. So. And you can actually do more than you could in your regular work set. And on top of all that, you can keep wearing your favorite sweatpants. And as we focused more on work, and frankly, as we've heard your feedback more broadly, we're working on making it so you can log into Quest with an account other than your personal Facebook account. We're starting to test support for work accounts soon, and we're working on making a broader shift here within the next year. I know this is a big deal for a lot of people. Not everyone wants their social media profile linked to all these other experiences, and I get that, especially as the metaverse expands. And I'll share more about that later. But I'm genuinely optimistic about work in the metaverse. We know from the last couple of years that a lot of people can effectively work from anywhere. But hybrid is going to be a lot more complex when some people are together and others are still remote. So giving everyone the tools to be present, no matter where they are, whether it's a hologram sitting next to you in a physical meeting or in a discussion taking place in the metaverse, that's going to be a game changer. I think this could be very positive for our society and economy. Giving people access to jobs in more places, no matter where they live, will be a big deal for spreading opportunity to more people. Dropping our daily commutes will mean less time stuck in traffic and more time doing things that matter. And it'll be good for the environment. We plan to continue to either subsidize our devices or sell them at cost to make them available to more people. We'll continue supporting sideloading and linking to PCs so consumers and developers have choice rather than forcing them to use the Quest store to find apps or reach customers. And we'll aim to offer developer and creator services with low fees in as many cases as possible so we can maximize the overall creator economy. Well Master IT says, I think the conversation should shift from do I agree or do I like it to how do I ad adapt? Because it's coming. The metaverse is going to make people a lot of money, hoping to be one of them. And you're absolutely right. As much as I hate to admit it, this is going to become a reality in some shape or fashion, some shape or form. And it's probably going to make people tons and tons of money. I wouldn't be surprised if the metaverse is what creates the world's first trillionaire, like legit trillionaire, not a company breaking a trillion dollars like Apple did a couple years ago to become the first company to do that. I'm talking about the first trillionaire uh, person in the world. 
Because, I mean, not only can you operate in, the re- in reality, in our regular economy of moving products and services around and collecting your coins, now you have a whole other world inside of a world, you know, kind of like a virtual machine inside of a computer, a whole other world that has its own economy where you can, you'll be able to probably push products and services all over the place. Cause, um, what is that? Roblox. I've never played Roblox a day in my life. My son, he used to play that. I want to say he probably still plays it, but isn't it with Roblox? You can go in there and spend money and buy stuff for your avatars or your little character all over the place. So just imagine they bring that concept into the metaverse. And, you know, I'm trying to think of what types of products and services you could potentially offer in the metaverse that are exclusive to the metaverse that, you know, I don't know, man, this thing can go like 50, 11 ways. Imagine, imagine you having like a job in the metaverse, you like log in as your avatar and you go to work in the metaverse and you earn your coins, you get paid in metaverse money. And you get to go out there and just spit, man. I don't know. This thing is kind of, this thing can go about 50,000 different directions. But yes, it's going to be a lot of money being made off of this. And just like Master IT, I'm going to try to figure out how to get a piece of the pie. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm going to figure out a way to try to get a piece of this pie because, you know, I want to be rich too. <laughs> a little richer than I, everybody thinks I am now. Recognizing that to keep investing in this future, we'll need to keep some fees higher for some period to make sure that we don't lose too much money on this program overall. After all, while a growing number of developers are already profitable, we expect to invest many billions of dollars for years to come before the metaverse reaches scale. Today, we're introducing the Presence platform, which is a broad range of machine perception and AI capabilities that empower developers to build uh, mixed reality experiences on Quest 2. Now, you want to tell us more about the Presence platform? Yeah, we've said before that realistic presence is the key to feeling connected in the metaverse. Uh, and the Presence platform's capabilities are what's going to deliver on that promise. Things like environmental understanding, content placement and persistence, voice interaction, standardized hand interactions. In fact, let's start with hands. I mean, the human hand is an engineering marvel. And bringing hands into VR was no easy feat. Uh, it required a lot of collaboration against product, design, research, but we continue to improve that product, finding new ways to navigate with gestures and interact with VR. So today, we're introducing the Interaction SDK, a library of modular components that will make it easy to add hand interactions to your apps. That's pretty exciting. But next year, we are releasing a new product that will push the boundaries of VR even further. We've codenamed it Project Cambria. So, this isn't the next Quest. It's going to be compatible with Quest, but Cambria will be a completely new, advanced, and high-end product, and it'll be at the higher end of the price spectrum, too. Our plan here is to keep building out this product line to release our most advanced technology before we can hit the price points that we target with Quest. All right, so let's talk about some of the new advances here. Yeah, sure. There's a ton of new tech going into Cambria. For example, your avatar will be able to make natural eye contact and reflect your facial expressions in real time. This way, people you're interacting with will have a, a real sense of how you're actually feeling. It does mean building more sensors into a form factor that's comfortable to wear for a while. And because we want VR to be for everyone, we also have to make sure avatars represent a diverse set of human facial features and skin tones, as well as paying attention to things like um, glasses and beers that may get in the way of some of the sensors. So that's going to be a big step forward for social presence. And 
I'm really glad that we're focused on making it inclusive from the start. Now, what about unlocking more mixed reality experiences? I mean, imagine working at your virtual desk with multiple screens while seeing your real desk so clearly that you can pick up a pen and write notes without taking your headset off. Or you know, you're doing a workout with a virtual instructor in your living room. It's going to be so cool. We're already seeing the potentials of these kinds of experiences today as people are building for our pass-through API. But with Cambria, we'll be taking this to the next level with high-resolution, colored, mixed-reality pass-through. We essentially combine an array of sensors with reconstruction algorithms to represent your physical world in a headset with a sense of depth and perspective. But the ultimate goal here is true augmented reality glasses. And we've been working on that too. And today, I want to show you an experience that we've been working on for Project Nazare, which is the codename for our first full augmented reality glasses. Here, you'll see you're chatting with friends on WhatsApp and planning a game night. You can select a game, and then as you walk over to your kitchen, you can easily just put your game onto the table and you're off. And that's the kind of experience that augmented reality will unlock. There's a lot of technical work to get this form factor and experience right. We have to fit hologram displays, projectors, batteries, radios, custom silicon chips, cameras, speakers, sensors to map the world around you, and more into glasses that are about five millimeters thick. So we still have a ways to go with Nazare, but we are making good progress. I got a lot of dope new tech. All right, all right. So that is uh, the presentation, Mark Zuckerberg's um, metaverse, ladies and gentlemen. So um, how do I? Hold on, let me, let me adjust my screen. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. That is the future of um, of where tech is going, and how this thing is going to truly get incorporated into your life somehow some way to the point where you're going to be over here having birthday parties with some virtual reality headset goggles on now like i said earlier i think i think a lot of this is actually pretty cool i like the idea of temporarily temporarily being the key word here but temporarily escaping into a virtual reality of a world that I can create or I get invited to, you know, just, you know, kind of like my man cave like around the corner from this wall back here. Oh, you can't see it. It's my man cave. When I want to go hide out from my wife and kids, I go in there. I got a 55 inch uh, OLED TV in there and a refrigerator full of grown folks, alcohol, <laughs> grown folks drink. And I go in there and I escape reality until my kid comes busting down the door. So I kind of like that idea a little bit. And I also like the idea of working from home, having all the apps in front of you. Uh, what was that movie with Tom Cruise? Um, Minority Report. Anybody ever see the movie Minority Report? Tom Cruise is in there. He's moving things around in front of his face, working on the desk, is doing all kind of crazy stuff. I like that idea because I don't like spending. I don't know if you guys have noticed the price of gas lately. So we're $3, at least where I'm at. I don't like going to the uh, the gas station to fill up my Jeep. I would love to be able to work from home and do what I do and just, you know, throw my goggles on and, you know, make it do what it do. So I like that aspect. And I think it's perfect for somebody like me. And what I mean is that I think this is a, a quote unquote perfect little thing for somebody who actually grew up in the real world, 
before the internet as we know it today, meaning we actually used to go outside and play. We used to go holler at girls. We used to go play basketball, sports, get into fights, all that stuff, as opposed to somebody who came of age in the age of social media or who was born into this era of social media to where when you see little babies, they're like two years old. They already got an iPhone stuck in front of their face and they're watching YouTube videos all day long. So I kind of worry about that generation. I think that's Generation Z. And I don't know who comes after Generation Z or whatever the case may be. But um, I kind of worry about them to where are they going to be able to tell the difference between reality and fantasy? Are they going to want to spend all their time in fantasy land in the metaverse as opposed to dealing with reality and learning how to maneuver in the present day? Because we see this now with kids to where if you take children's phones away or their games away, a lot of these kids go through some serious bouts of depression and anger. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen those videos of the mothers or the, or the fathers going in there. There's this one particular video I saw of a parent went into this kid's room, took his video, his video game system from him, or she deleted his video game. And then this kid proceeded to start punching holes in the wall. Like he was on some, some nutcase stuff like that all off of a video game. And this was like a 12 year old kid when that was uh, doing this at the time I saw this video. So it just kind of makes me wonder how is this going to actually going to impact reality? Especially if you're of the generation where you came of age or you were born in all of this wonderful technology. Now for people like me, I think we can probably deal with it better because we have, we, we know what life was like back in the eighties, the seventies and the nineties. But then again, I kind of wonder about my generation as well, because there are people in my age group right now that come online and recreate their whole identities online to where they, they basically uh, try to engage in what is called like a second childhood online instead of just dealing with who they are offline. So I don't know, man, there's some pros and there's some cons with this thing. There's also the opportunities to make a ton of money. Cause like I said earlier, and like my man, master it said, um, you're literally creating another world. So just think about all the opportunities that can exist in this virtual world that they're trying to bring everybody into somehow, some way, all the new potential jobs or money-making opportunities, things you can sell, products you can offer, services you can offer, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a chance to make a lot of money with that as well. So it's a lot of pros and cons, but you know, here's one of the biggest pros out there. So for all of you, who are still on the fence about whether or not you should be learning IT, whether or not cybersecurity is something for you, which you can learn from me, you can learn from Master IT, you can learn from Professor Black Ops. You got a myriad of options out there, people who teach entry-level IT that can funnel you into cybersecurity. No matter what's going on, whether you're dealing with the reality, you're dealing with reality, or you're going to be dealing with the virtual world, there's going to be a need for cybersecurity because you think you're just going to be able to escape into this virtual world and not have to worry about hackers and, and all type of computer viruses and all this crazy stuff, ransomware, killware, all this, all this wild, crazy stuff that's out there. There's going to be a need for that as well. So it's going to be a need for developers to develop this world. It's going to, and it's also going to be a need for cybersecurity professionals to defend and protect this world. So, this is going to create even more job opportunities out there that can cross between reality 
and the virtual world as well. So if you're out there debating as to whether or not tech is for you, well, I think this video might be more proof that tech might be the path you want to move into, especially when you start talking about job security and understand that there is no true such thing as job security, but you can see where the wheels are rolling here. You know, cryptocurrencies, combine that with virtual world, all this stuff is ones and zeros at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen. All this stuff is built off computers, servers, and data centers, and all types of stuff. So this is an opportunity for you all to jump in, get certified, do whatever it is you got to do, start moving up the ranks, start specializing in certain aspects about IT. And man, you might go, you could be on the path to making some, some ridiculous bank in your life because you're going to always be needed. You're going to always be needed while everybody's out there playing and having birthday parties and decorating their houses in their virtual reality world, they're going to need somebody out there with some cybersecurity skills to protect their uh, virtual houses <laughs> and their virtual bank accounts and their virtual identities and all that stuff. Cause all that stuff is coming along with it. So anyways, I just wanted to share this real quick. I saw it earlier. I'm pretty sure y'all probably saw the news that they were changing the name of their, their parent company is going to be known as Meta. So it's going to be meta. You're still going to have Facebook. You're still going to have Instagram and WhatsApp and anything else that they got going on out there. But it's kind of like Google. Google's parent company is, uh, what is it called? The Alphabet Company or something like that. But um, that's how this is going to be. So it's pros and cons. I choose to try. I want to focus more so on the pros, which is job opportunities, uh, especially for those of y'all trying to get into tech and for those of us who are currently in tech and money-making opportunities, which goes hand-in-hand -hand with the job opportunities. Um, you know, and, you know, just a whole bunch of other little things out there. But there are some, some, uh, some obvious cons here. Um, and like I say, my biggest concern is people getting uh, stuck in this virtual reality world and not wanting to come out and deal with actual reality. So, you know. Anyways, let me know what y'all think about this. Uh, let's see what y'all talking about. It's also a matter of how companies implement Cambria to see if it'll be an e efficient way of working. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think they'll find a way to make it work because, you know, there are a lot of companies out there that are still in support of people working from home due to, due to uh, you know, the, uh, the pandemic and all that stuff. Like I say, my wife has been at home working from her home office for like since March of last year. I wish, I mean, she, she wakes up. I wish I had my wife's schedule, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I think they'll find a way to make it work. Um, you said mugs going to be making bank in this world. Yeah. I mean, just think, like I say, just think about it. They're creating another world inside of this world. And then both of these worlds in theory, we're going to be able to interact with one another. So imagine making bank in the real world. And then you have your virtual self making bank in the virtual world and you can somehow exchange the currencies, pull them in and out the real world. You know, I don't know how any of that crap is going to work. You know, I'm just I'm just freestyling here. But imagine becoming like a millionaire in the metaverse off of selling some metaverse widget or some metaverse service. And then you can pull that money into the real world to, uh, you know, do what you got to do to survive in the real world. 
I mean, I think that's a, a great possibility um, in theory until, you know, the politicians come around, they want to start taxing you to death, but, you know, so th there might be opportunities for you to recreate and or reinvent yourself in the, uh, the digital world and then pull aspects of the digital world back out into the real world to hopefully potentially enhance your life. At least that's what I'm thinking might be a possibility, but I could be totally wrong. I have no idea, but it's still interesting regardless. He says people will be buying and selling digital real estate in the metaverse. He, listen, they, he already said this in the video. Where is it at? I'm not going to play it again, but when he was started at the beginning of the video, he was talking about there are people who are designing homes and houses right now. So imagine being an architect in the metaverse designing houses for people to live in the metaverse. Or imagine somebody starting a company where they come through with their lasers and their cameras and they take measurements of your actual house and then recreate it in the metaverse with exact dimensions. And then you can go in there and add all kind of fly stuff that you might not be able to add because you can't afford it in the real world. Like, dude, the possibilities are, are endless over here. So that's why I'm like, I'm not totally against it. I'm just worried about is this going to just is, is this going to have people addicted to the metaverse to the point where they forget that there is a real world out here that you still have to function in because you are physically here and you still have to go out there and engage in human interactions with other people. Um, I mean, just think about this. How is this going to affect relationships between men and women or whatever your flavor is? Because, you know, if you if you if you guys watch enough YouTube videos, you start going down these rabbit holes, you'll come across a bunch of, you know, mostly dudes from what I see that are very frustrated about the dating market in today's uh, in today's society. And what I've discovered from watching a lot of these videos, a lot of these dudes, they don't really know how to interact with the opposite sex, you know, especially with women. All their interactions are mostly due to what they see on Instagram, Facebook, and whatever other apps that they're using. But if you if you were to pull this man out, be like, "Hey, go talk to this woman, say hello to her," he'd be like, "Oh, he, he'd have a nervous, he'd just break down. He wouldn't know what to do." But he's the man when it comes to you know posting pictures on Instagram and getting everybody to like him. So what I'm saying is, I wonder how this is going to impact just basic human interactions because. Now, all you got to do is just throw your goggles on and you can go in there and be whoever you want to be and just do what you want to do. But at the same time, you still have to function in reality. And that, that encompasses everything from, you know, just living a regular random life to dealing with personal and or professional relationships. And how are you going to be able to handle that if all you do is just spend all your time online? You know, if you never get out there and talk to girls or guys face to face to learn how to communicate with them, like, how do you, how do you, <laughs> how do you plan to hopefully meet a suitable mate and hopefully build some type of life together of sorts if all you do is spend time with them online? I mean, I know it's kind of weird what I'm saying, but listen, there, there are tons and tons of, there's like a whole section of YouTube dedicated to this this type of content what i'm talking about and for the longest you know i don't want to i don't really want to start blending that type of content into this but this metaverse thing might actually 
forced me to blend that type of content because it's already a real thing taking place now online where people are actually expressing these thoughts. Like there's this one particular content creator. I'm not going to say his name. He's known in a certain segment of YouTube, right? We call it black YouTube. It's basically a bunch of black content creators making videos talking about stuff that primarily affects, you know, black men and women, et cetera, et cetera. But there's this particular YouTuber. He said since the age of 12, he has been consuming a certain type of content on YouTube from a very popular YouTuber um, that deals with mostly relationship topics. And he formed his whole identity about how to deal with women off of watching people on YouTube. So now that this person is 21 years old, he spent like 10 years consuming this stuff, right? He's like 21 years old. Now he's on YouTube making videos every now and then. I remember he did a video not too long ago. He was talking about how he had a girlfriend and everybody was like, yeah, man, you got a girlfriend, man. You doing things in life, right? Turns out his girlfriend lives in another country. He's never met her before. All they, they, they built their entire relationship off of, off of uh, apps, talking through the phone and apps. Like they've never physically seen each other before. And they've been quote unquote dating for like a year and some change now. To me, that's like super weird. Super weird. I mean, when I was in the army and they sent me to Afghanistan back in 2010, I used to talk to my wife through Skype. And I thought that was hella weird. I'm over here talking to my wife and looking at my kid through a computer while I'm in an active war zone. And that took me, that took me a little, that took me a hot little minute to kind of get used to. But you got people that are actually coming up as adolescents into adulthood to where that this is how they are interacting with each other now and forming relationships where they never actually even see each other to where they, they don't, they never even hold hands, share a kiss, hug, smell each other. Everything is just through a digital medium. So now we're on the verge of where Mark Zuckerberg and friends are on the verge of creating this whole world that you can literally toss yourself into. I just wonder what it's going to do for somebody like that who grew up where all they did was consume social media from the time that they were like two or three years old or whatever, in some form or fashion, then they form these relationships, but they never actually physically interact with people in real time in real life. But anyways, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but I think that tangent is actually going to start bleeding over into tech conversations in the future. But regardless, it's still an interesting thing no matter how you slice and dice it. Um, I look for, I mean, like my man, Master IT said, it's not about whether or not you like it or you dislike it. Where is it? Matter of fact, let me pull this comment up, his exact comment. I thought it was perfect how he summed it up. He says, I think the conversation should shift from do I agree or do I like it to how do I, how do I adapt? And I think that's perfect. How do you adapt? Because this is coming. Uh, we've been getting clues about this in all the movies. You've seen the mo uh, the TV show, uh, what's that show? Um, Black Mirror. You go watch that show. They got the robot dogs coming out, even though they're nowhere near as advanced as the TV show, but it's coming. You look at China, they're implementing the social credit system now where, you know, China got like, I think that, I think they got more cameras in China than any other country in the world. And if you get caught flicking a cigarette on the ground, that can affect your social credit rating to where 
you you might mess around and lose your privileges to the internet in China. Like they're on some crazy stuff like that. And they pre they kind of preview that in that show Black Mirror. So it's like a lot of the stuff that seems like entertainment, it just makes you wonder exactly how fast is this thing actually coming to reality in some shape or form? And what are the pros and cons associated with it? But uh, anyways, um, just something for you guys to think about. So that's Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. You go to his Facebook profile. He has a whole 90 minute video uploaded on his profile where you can pretty much watch everything he's talking about. But I think it's interesting. I think it's intriguing. And I think it's also somewhat worrisome at the same time. But regardless, from the IT tech perspective, this is potentially a great opportunity because this just further proves that IT is here to stay and it's only going to be more and more prevalent in your life, whether you want to deal with it or not. And if you get yourself certified out in these streets, you get your experience and education up, you could put yourself in a position to make some stupid, ridiculous money out on these streets because somebody's going to get paid. Somebody's going to get paid. Might as well be you because I'm going to find a way to get paid, as should you. Anyway, shout out to everybody. Put some money in here. I'm about to go. Y'all be safe out in these streets and peace.